Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today was love at first bite when he bit into a hot chicken sandwich back in LA in 2016. Now he's bringing the heat and definitely bringing the jams to Winter Park in Central Florida. Please welcome the owner and the chef, I guess, of Jam Hot Chicken, Andrew Scala. What's going on, man? How you been? How we doing, Anthony? Good, man. I appreciate you having me on here. No, man. I appreciate you taking the time uh, in between prep work and all that stuff, and I appreciate you taking uh, enjoying uh, taking my lunch break with me. What uh, first question always? What's your go to sandwich uh, or lunch for Jam Hot like related stuff? No, nope, just- that just in general. Like, what is Andrew Scala's like go to? I mean, obviously, you can give me a Jam Hot uh, a Jam Hot chicken uh lunch but what would be like your what's your go-to usually oh man my go-to like just off the top of my head is like a scrambled egg sandwich okay so i'm scrambling eggs probably slapping some cream cheese on it that's probably my quickest thing that i probably eat i would say three days a week at least okay nice okay now jam hot if someone's coming in Someone's coming to Jam Hot, and we'll talk obviously more about it. But if someone's coming to Jam Hot first time, uh, walking up to the walking up to the window, what uh, what do you what do you recommend as like the first time uh, first time eater at Jam Hot? So it's got to be the sando, I guess. But my favorite thing right now, and that I'm eating is just a hot breast on top of the sliced white bread, a cup of pickles, a little cheddar bob. A little slaw, and I'm just fork and knife in the whole thing. That's kind of like my thing right now. What do you What do you call that? Because that's like kind of like a traditional hot chicken. So what do you What do you call yeah. that? So that's on our menu. That's um just the breast. So that's okay. kind of like a super item. So that was kind of like just like you said, kind okay. of like our our take on the traditional yeah. hot chicken dish, where it's you know the hot chicken, whatever, whether it's the wing, whether it's a whatever breast yeah. on top of the bread, you know the rest. So yeah, made to that. No, I get it, man. I get it. So I mentioned one, it was one sandwich, one bite, and that's kind of what led to Jam Hot kind of going. I want you to tell me a little bit more about that whole Howling Ray LA experience where you took the bite and it kind of led to that journey of you now opening a shop. Um, you know, it's kind of amazing that one bite kind of uh, took you to that next step. So give people a little bit of a rundown. Um, you know, obviously I gave them a taste, but now I want you to give them the Give them that big old sandwich style uh, intro information about how you did it. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Howland Ray's. I actually have that whole experience. Not the whole experience. Um, I have like the lead up, like almost that whole experience on on camera. Actually, I was just so excited. So that was that was a trip to L.A. to just uh, see my brother at the time who was living there. And he had um, been eating Howland Ray's and was telling me about it. And I had never even really heard of Nashville hot chicken. Um, Helen Ray's nothing. So this was my first experience and just everything from like the line, the just build up to the energy and the atmosphere of Helen Ray's, like the place itself yeah, um, was just like, unlike anything I've ever like seen, it was like uncomfortable and like a sense where it was like intimidating to be in there because it was just, ping pong so loud but like customer service was just through the roof and like no one was having a bad time even though people were waiting two hours so it was like holy crap like this is a really cool experience and then the food came and it was just like you know i had never had like 
fried chicken like that. Like, so that was just like an unreal experience. And I just never forgot about it. And it kind of just stuck with me, you know, and now we're here. Yeah, I think one, I'm really happy to hear the fact of one, there's nothing worse than having the buildup and then the food does not go, you know, equal to the buildup. So the yeah. fact that you actually had that build buildup and it actually like met it or surpassed it when you ate, took a bite of the sandwich. Um, I think that's kind of like a huge, um, uh, definitely a bonus. And I, and I could see that sticking with you. Um, what I think is interesting about your story, because, you know, obviously you were, you've been doing stuff in the kitchen. Uh, I know like, you know, kind of like that, that, that experience happened in 2016. Um, you obviously had from what I've read and from what I, from what I've know about you is that, You've been doing, you were doing a lot of, you know, kitchen work and working in the kitchen. Um, obviously COVID kind of led to some of, to some of this kind of being like, Hey, it was in the back of your mind. Um, and you know, and some of the things that I really appreciate or really loved about your story was the fact that you kind of, uh, I, and I kind of sometimes tell people like when you have, like when something's a little bit too big, you kind of have to take small bites. Um, and that's kind of what I almost feel like how you did it. Like you basically first went with like, Hey, I'm making this for my friends and family hit the, and then you started like, I'm going to do post it on Instagram, basically on the DMS. You kind of went that route. Then you started doing pop-ups. So like you kind of like little by little built up to the point where you finally got this like, opportunity to open jam hot in Hannibal square in winter park area. Um, I mean, I think that's pretty amazing. Uh, that's an amazing, amazing aspect. How long did it take you? Um, cause obviously you tried it and you, you ate it. Um, but how long did it take you to figure out or kind of get your own version of how you wanted to do the, the hot chicken? Cause obviously the howling rays may do it a little bit differently than what they do it in Nashville. It's probably the same, same yeah. world, but it's a little bit different. Um, so how long did it take you to get there to develop that, you know, your signature kind of like, this is how jam hot chicken is going to be. Well, first, thank you. Cause you know, I admire, you know, you and, and, and your brand and, and kind of your story too. And, and be so that means a lot and you've been doing it for a long time. So, um, but yeah, so from like that point, 2016, 17, um, it was just kind of, you know, like a thing that we just took back, cooked for friends and family. Um, and then, you know, not till uh, I was working at pizza Bruno in 2019, uh october 2019 was like our very first like uh jam hot chicken pop-up um and like right right before that i had filed for an llc like those kind of things but with no real intention no real plan of anything other than that it was just like oh like this is how you kind of start a business right so i just like took that step but had no real like true vision of 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 anything at that point nothing so we did that pop-up 2019 it went well whatever didn't you know put it on the back burner 2020 rolls in i'm still working at pizza bruno kind of just you know whatever jam hot still just like a on instagram a uh, a place where where we could post photos of like food that we cooked right so it was it was still nothing and then once the pandemic hit that was when I was like, okay, like, let's like, I saw something on Instagram, people doing curbside, like pickups, yeah. like California or something. I forgot like what they were serving, but 
it just kind of inspired me to like, oh, maybe, you know, we could just do that. Like, let's just like run the Sando, uh, hot chicken Sando. Uh, so that's kind of what we did. So we did like little pandemic curbside deliveries from the house. We did like four or five of those all time slotted um, all through Instagram. Those went really well. And then it was like, okay, this is it. Like, let's take this full time. Um, and then we just started doing pop-ups around town at different breweries, bars for a whole year. And then that rolled into, Hey, like, let's, let's take a huge risk, ask the bank for a lot of money and, um, sign a lease. So we kind of, it just, it, it really all just like snowballed, right? It was just, it, it kind of, like you said, it just started really from the ground and, you know, you start doing things, you start thinking differently, you start asking different questions, different people come into your life, different situations, which create, you know, new energy, new ideas, new, new goals. So it just really grew, you know, organically and just through passion and, you know, family and love. And so it's, it's really, you know, a, a passion project, but it's just something that I could have never like imagined to be you know, in Hannibal Square and doing it in a, in a space like this. Yes, uh, definitely amazing. Uh, and it's funny because you said like the family and one of the things I found very interesting, um, the idea of like jam, the the idea of the, of the name Jam Hot. I know one, you guys are all into music. I know it's like the name of, is it you and your you two other brothers, right? Yeah. Is kind of the acronym or the initials of all of you guys. Exactly. So Justin, Andrew, and Michael and then like it kind of the acronym and like the word and like the play on the word like jam in a music tense yeah uh, it's kind of like our metaphor with it and then just like with the branding it, it was always about for me just to you know really emulate like things that I love and and my passion and and who I am as a person so it's music it's hip-hop it's pop culture nostalgia some locality stuff yeah uh, also all that weaved in with hot chicken and, and love. So no, man, I think it's, I think it's amazing. Let's talk a little, I want to talk a little bit of sandwich talk now. A few things. What, what do you consider is the key, I guess, for you, a a good spice level? Cause obviously I know you got five levels for your sandwiches. So like, can you give me a little bit of an idea of like, what are the keys to like a good spice level for a sandwich, especially when you're making a hot chicken sandwich? Yeah, so I'm so I'll take it back to my experience at Helen Ray's. Yeah, um, when I went there, I had their uh, sandwich, and we had like wings and and some other bites. And like for me, I think like I think that threshold where it's so hot and like as in a temperature wise, like the chicken itself, the flavor, the seasoning, where it's giving you like maybe that hiccup, but also not so much where, you know, you can't take a second bite where it's like, it's so hot where you don't want to put it down. You kind of want to keep going and like finish it. It's so good. You kind of can't put it down kind of feel. So Mm -hmm. like for me, I kind of think like that habanero hot is like, you're going to probably ride that wave. And if you go beyond that, then depending on who you are, it could just be like, holy crap, I can't finish it. But um, like that was the experience I had at Howlin' Rays was like, this is so hot, it, but it's so damn good. I can't put it down. 
because it's so good, but also because it's so hot. And you have, I think, from what I and from what I recall, it's you, your sandwich is similar to kind of how only raised in the sense that you guys you put like a vinegar slaw uh, and things like that in a sauce to go with it. So you kind of so some of that kind of the acidity kind of balances off the heat, so it kind of almost masks it, cools it in a way. Um, so it kind of takes you on like a journey type of thing as you're eating it. Not to mention it's freaking massive. <laughs> because you guys you use uh you use chicken breast versus chicken thighs so it's like a massive like like i kind of don't want you don't put it down like i'm it's one of those sandwiches you don't put down because like even though you wrap it i feel like it's like i'm like i don't want it i'm not letting this thing crumble on me i'm like i'm gonna hold it so you like literally one hander try to like yeah. you know do everything else with like your drink and your fries type of thing but at the same time you kind of need to drink because it's like you know you got some heat depending if you get the wrong level you yeah. know that's uh how he kind of the battle you have to have when you're uh you know the little dance the little food lunch dance that you have when you're as you're eating it a hundred percent that's the um that's and that's part of the experience right that's yeah. like that like we want to give and you know we love like seeing that we love seeing people like first thing they do you know when they pick it up and they're just kind of like this and they're figuring out you know the song and dance where yeah. it's like sit down oh fry oh drink oh it's so good oh phone so it's like all those things are you know awesome to see and and again you know the chicken like you said we use a boneless breast from bell and evans um it's it's a six ounce seven ounce breast and we hand tenderize every breast um so and that kind of you know it's going to elongate them make them crazy make them fun um so that's a big thing you know for us too so um we love seeing that what's two of them what's the what do you think is the balance between too much heat and flavor because i know you don't i know you like it you like hot but you you're like me you like hot but you want to taste it i don't want to cry and not enjoy it so like you know so and i know i think you're like a jam i think is what i heard or you're a hot you're just a. am a hot guy i'm a hot, hot guy so it's and then just to give, kind of reiterate if you were to have the food if you were to have a sandwich and you were to, your heat you give people the the five the five levels of jam hot. So I would say like, and that was like probably the, one of the biggest things for me because I ate a lot of hot chicken in the last, whatever, six, five, six years. Yeah. Some not so good, some, you know, very good. And the biggest thing for me was a lot of it was just flavorless and it was just kind of like, oh, cayenne and like whatever chili powder that they threw on it, you know? So yeah. The biggest thing for me was to be was just to make sure that the chicken itself, like off the rip, tasted good. So like our plain fried chicken, like had to taste like delicious, right? Had to make you think of whatever your public fried chicken or or whatever your favorite fried chicken. Like I wanted that to like really kind of like make you think for a second. So that was huge for me. So 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 we do a lot to ensure that whether it's with our like tenderizing process or the things in our hot dip in our shake mix, um, those little things. So, and then with the heat, like the heat for me should just be like an add on, right. It should just kind of be like, Oh my God, there's a little something on the back end there. So it starts like with like the flavor and like what it tastes like. And then comes your heat. That was kind of how I always yeah. approached it. So no, that makes sense. And I think you guys do like 24 hours. Is that right? Like you guys do a 24 hour process of the, with the chicken. Yep. So that yep. chicken's definitely getting that seasoning, which is uh, super important. What would you say is your secret 
this is I always like to ask like sandwich people, you know, obviously I'm a sandwich guy, but I love hearing tips for like an at-home person making a sandwich, especially like when you say, you know, I love the fact you put cream cheese on your on your egg sandwich because that's something I do as well. But what's a secret to making a good sandwich at home? You got to have the right bread, right? It's so easy to like not have the right bread and you can also, you know, not have the right bread, but, you know, doctor it up a little bit. So toast your bread a little bit, you guys. Toast it on both sides a little bit. And people, mayo. Give it a little slather of mayo. A BLT, a little slather of mayo. Just a little creaminess. So, you know, a lot of people, they don't use the right, you know, bread or they're not going to toast it or they're just, you know, scared of adding something on it. But you want a nice, you know, toasty bun. You want a little creaminess. You want you want some texture. So I say just, you know, make sure you're toasting your buns. I like it. I like toast them buns. I like that. Um, <laughs> so you've been in business for, well, you've been in business longer, but you've been in a brick and mortar location now for over a year. So congratulations on that. Um, what has been the best parts and probably the most challenging parts of having um, of having your spot. Now, the other big thing is you have an amazing spot. So if you, I, and we'll kind of talk more about it, especially but the amazing part is, and I'm kind of curious on what you're going to say, some of your challenging, because I know it's only 465 square feet or something like that, which is like yeah. almost like obviously a little bit b- b- bigger than a food truck, but it's still pretty small uh, when you have a few people and your and your guys are whipping out lots of sandwiches and and chicken coming out. So, what's some of the what's some of the best parts and some of the most challenging parts about running a running a brick and mortar location? And it's actually smaller than four hundred sixty five square uh, square feet. That's like with the bathroom and like. <laughs> so in reality, we're probably cooking at like two hundred and like fifty square feet, but. Wow. People do it in smaller and less. That's like Correct. the thing that I tell myself, right? Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, so many challenges, so many uh, roadblocks, so many things that you thought were that that that, that weren't. Um, you know, all the way from from the beginning into today into tomorrow, right? So it's starts with <clears throat> always needed more money. Um, some things, you know, you got to double check, triple check things from the simple measurements to like the construction phase. Right. And I was a big part of that. And that was a challenge. You know, you're learning about inspections, you're learning about, um, you know, just things that you can and can't do. Um, so that was, you know, like the start of it and that, and like, that is a discouraging phase, like just doing all that stuff and, you know, talking to people that have been in business for, you know, years and years and years. And, you know, you have to kind of come in here not knowing, you know, so much about like this process. So it's intimidating. It's um, it was, you know, very challenging during that phase. And then, you know, once we finally got here, I think the biggest thing, you know, is, is the space um, itself and just how tiny it is. Um, And we, you know, are, you know, doing a good amount of chicken in here. And it's kind of at a point where like, we're kind of hitting our threshold with like really what we can do in here in a timely manner um, and all that stuff. And then, so that also plays with your storage. So we're, you know, rotating things daily just to make room for the next day. I'm taking things home. Um, So like those things don't stop. Like those things aren't easy. You know, it doesn't become easier when you get into a space. People think, you know, like if you're at a pop-up like space or 
or doing something on a smaller scale, it gets easier. I mean, I mean, certain aspects like sure, but um, everything just kind of gets like amplified that you were dealing with. Everything gets amplified once you get into, you know, a brick and mortar. Um, so storage and, you know, spacing has been a huge thing. You know, we're, we're dealing with it. You know, we, uh, we have a good system and that's important is like installing systems and like, okay, like, what doesn't work? Let's move on. What works? This is it. Like we initially had plans or like my whole thing was to like have at least, you know, a limited amount of people to be able to come inside and eat and experience it like that way. Um, that was like, like a huge thing for me. <laughs> but as soon as we opened and, and got rolling, no way. And so, um, so that, like that was something that you just have to, you know, adapt and, and you know, accept and like change kind of the model. Right. So like then that changed the whole model with how we're delivering the food, um, you know, because we don't have, you know, the best kind of way to interact with our guests. We only have one shot at the window. So um, that's a bummer for, you know, me and, and kind of for our team, because we love to, you know, interact and kind of see people's reactions and stuff. So um, so the space is, you know, it's great um, because, again, like this is my first thing. So. Um, I also didn't want to bite off too much that I couldn't chew. So being in a 465 square feet building was a good start, um, you know, for me. So um, I can't complain. Yeah. Well, now you gave me some of the challenges. Give me some of the best parts. Oh, man. Some of the best parts is just it's like the simple cliche answer. It's like just we're cooking hot chicken and listening to, you know, Snoop Dogg and and seeing people's, you know, tears of joy. That's like like the easiest, like best like thing about this, right. Is, yeah. is that this was like, we talked about just a concept, just uh, something from nothing, you know, and, yeah. and now, now we're doing it and just being a part of the community, the community that, yeah, that I grew up in and, you know, serving food to it is, you know, really fulfilling and rewarding for me. So I would have to say that's probably the, the best thing about all of this. I love that. Um, out of curiosity, based on the fact, obviously you, the reason you started is because you fell in love with hot chicken. And I know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious if you're going to give me the answer. And I, and I, I kind of, I feel like there's some aspects, like I've, I've talked to Kelly, I've talked to, you know, fat ash. I've talked to a bunch of different people who obviously started something because they loved it because of the fact that you're doing it and you're constantly making it. Is there still a love for hot chicken in the sense of like, you're like, man, I'm still like, if you go somewhere, are you actually, unless you go to Nashville, are you actually getting hot chicken somewhere else? Or, you know what I mean? Like, is it one of those things? Or you're like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm away. Get me, get me away from chicken. Give me some beef or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, do you get to that point sometimes where you're like enough hot chicken? (laughs) I mean, it's like, so sometimes I guess I can be, there's like two sides of it, right? There's like, like, yeah, I got into this because, like, I fell in love with the concept of food. Um, but, like, I also fell in love with this because I was, you know, in love with cooking and food and eating good food and 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 that whole world. So I feel like it's like that kind of came first and then comes your, you know, passion for, like, certain things. But, um, I mean, no. Like, do I ever get sick of hot chicken? You know, no. Um I mean, I try to make every sando or, you know, fry every piece of chicken, like better than like the last piece. And like, it's always fun to do like something a little different. And yeah. I play at like wrapping a sando or, or, you know, boxing up a plate of chicken and just kind of 
seeing how it looks and just kind of it gives me like goosebumps i don't know it's like one of those things where i still love it and if i'm going out to eat i'm probably not getting hot chicken Correct. unless you know we're in nashville or i hear great things or and you know what no that's probably not true i'm probably getting it to see how it is no matter you want yeah you want to see how it stacks up then at, at that point a hundred percent so yeah uh, will i ever get sick of it probably not and, and I could see that I could see after a point, like I could, I can see that if it's something you love and it's kind of easy, I'm always kind of curious, like, and, that, and that's one of the reasons why, like, when I ask like Kelly and when I, and I've talked to, you know, fat ash, the first thing they said to me was like, Hey, like, these are the classics that I love making, but then you can do different variations. And then because of those yeah. variations, it adds an extra, it allows me to continue doing that love of the cooking and the creating and all that stuff, which I think is super important. Um, so competition is great. And obviously I know that like, how do you feel or how difficult is it to like differentiate or handle when you're in a market that's like cluck full of different chicken spots? So, um, I agree. Competition's great. Like you said. Um, and you know, not everything has to be competition, right? It Correct. can be just, you know, I like this place or I like that place or, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have to be like, oh, that place is better than that place. Or, you know, it, like it doesn't have to be so, you know, 1v1, you know, kind of like how everyone tries to make it. Yeah. So that's always like a bummer to see like on the internet or whatever. But, you know, and the more hot chicken places or the more taco places is better for, you know, each place because it gives, you know, something to talk about. It gives, uh, it gives people a side to choose, which sure is competition i guess in a sense but it's not what we're trying to make it to be i think it's just kind of like that thing that gets created you know in the in the in the cloud somewhere but yeah it's definitely um, i don't think it's a restaurant caused competition like it's i think it's more of obviously the interwebs and and you yeah. know the 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 review the yelp reviews and all that stuff like i think i don't think competition is great like i think it makes if anything it makes you kind of be like hey the, i love what these people are doing i think I, it almost like in, sometimes inspires you and sometimes yeah. kind of also allows i look at it also as the fact of like when you're in the restaurant business competition of knowing hey customer service like it just kind of adds another amps you up to kind of be like we should all be at our best like we are basically all I showcasing agree. hot chicken uh and and then we think hot chicken's the best other than like the other chickens uh sandwiches and stuff like that so that i totally agree with that um, you know, I, I kind of look at it that way, especially like even in the t-shirt world, I'm like, I look at it as like, everyone's got different versions of how they do it. Um, you know, and which is one of the reasons like your slaw and all that stuff, like there's certain elements to it. And, uh, that I think are very, are different. And I think that's kind of the nice thing about it is that you can literally eat at three different hot chicken places and have almost like three different iterations and flavors of the same concept. But by each one of you guys have like your own iteration of it, which I think is amazing. Hundred percent. I agree. It's um, you know, like you said, and people are gonna go to you know get your shirt because they like your shirt. They like yeah. you. They like you know your style, your branding. So, um, I always you know tell people, or I try not to worry about you know what someone else is doing just because they serve the same cuisine. You know, like obviously I'm gonna you know like pay attention and like respect and like you know like oh cool like hey like that like that's fun like that's unique. I would never look at it like, oh, damn, like now we got to do that. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So 100 percent, though, I, I agree with you. What? So I got a few more questions for you. One is um, 
I, I found it interesting because you went, I, I kind of look at it as everyone loves pizza. It's like, I feel like pizza and tacos are like the, the love child of all handheld foods um, and, and burgers maybe. And so like, obviously I was very happy to see that you went from the pizza side to the Sando sandwich side. Um, and so, so that was one of my things I was like, so do you have a preference pizza or sandwich? Oh man. I love both. Not, I love like, all handheld foods. So don't get me wrong. I just bought a um, oh my god, I'm forgetting the brand name already. Not the Gosney, the um, the Uni. I oh, just bought a pizza, uni and uh, we were making dough the other week. I love pizza. I uh, that's still like near and dear to my heart too. Um, but if I had to choose, I don't think I could. It'd be tough. I would have to. I'd say pizza maybe. So. I'm just kind of curious since you said that, because I, I'm very intrigued by this. Um, does that mean there's a possibility? Uh, all like when you said that, I was like, Oh my God, how has, I'm assuming you've made some hot chicken pizza. We have, we did at, um, did you try the, uh, THC pizza, no, that pizza Bruno a couple years ago? No, I didn't get a chance to eat it, but I, I like, that was like one of the things I thought of when I saw, when I was like researching and I saw that you did pizza, I was like, I'm like, you know, he's making hot chicken pizza at his house uh, and, uh, you know, or somewhere so to, to enjoy. We did that one. That was like 2018, maybe like 17, 18. Yeah. 17, 18. That was awesome. Um, so yeah, we definitely have made some, but it, so now it goes back to this space challenges. Yeah, like yeah. we just have fryers in here. So it's like, and then it plays back into your other question about like, you know, do I get tired of like cooking hot chicken? There's always times where like, I just want to like cook other things like experiment yeah. and like, but we are very limited in here. Correct. So like, yep. so that sucks. Otherwise you would see a probably definitely a hot chicken pizza on the menu. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I, and I can see that in the future, you know, it's like, this is the starting point. This is the starting point of your journey. So it's like, I could see, I could see it happening in the future, maybe future location or, or things like that. I could totally see that. What, um, what would be some advice you'd give someone who would want to start something? Oh, just do it. Just, uh, never squander a gift or help from anyone, you know? it's it's hard to accept like help or like gifts or um you know assistance whether it's from you know family friends peers you know anyone you know because i know you know for me it's like i i always just like want to do it myself or you know i don't want to ask for help or i don't want to seem you know weak or whatever it is so but i you know like i can attest that you know there's certain things you just can't do without help or that you know assistance and there's nothing wrong with help you know is is the best way to say it so um you know never you know squander those opportunities you know from anyone and you know don't get too high or too low because there's going to be bad days there's going to be good days and it takes you know one good day to wipe away 10 bad and vice versa so yeah kind of ride that wave and do what you do and as long as you have conviction in that is like the most important thing. Just have conviction in anything that you're trying to do and you'll be on the right path. Dude. I love that. I love that. How can people follow and where can they eat some uh, jam hot chicken? At jam hot chicken on Instagram, Facebook, um, jam hot chicken, is our website. 
Um, you can shoot us an email through there. Check out our menu, our playlist. We have Jam Hot Chicken Volume 3. Uh, Jam Hot Chicken Jams Volume 3 dropping very soon. Look out for that. And we are in Winter Park, Hannibal Square to be exact. Um, and we are closed Monday, Tuesdays. And Wednesday through Sunday, you can check us out, 11 to 5. Um, your play is your playlist on on Spotify. Where is your playlist available? At? Both, yeah, both Spotify and okay. Apple Music. So if you go on the website and go to the playlist section, you'll see it there. I will be. Uh, I'll be checking it out because I was playing around with your uh, your noise, uh, your jam, oh your jam God. session. I love that. That yeah. was pretty awesome. That you guys, uh, you guys have done some great stuff, man. I really, I truly love what you guys have created. Um, Thank it's you. been fun because during the course. I've had a few people obviously tell me they're like, you need to talk to Andrew. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I was like, so <laughs> it's been a long time coming for us. I for feel sure. like, we've, you know, um, like you mentioned, like when we started in the podcast, how, you know, we've, you know, talked a bunch of times, you know, yeah. over media and just haven't had the chance to, to truly connect. So no, definitely. It's been, it's been a long time coming, man. And and I admire your, you know, brand and aesthetic so much. Thanks, I, I've, I've, you know, like we talked about during the one year, we were trying to do something together too. So hopefully we'll, we'll definitely do something on. together in the future. I think your, your, your aesthetics and your style is like that. Like, I mean, if that's not a shirt, like all that mural, all your stuff on the background of your stuff, like sure. just literally just be a shirt uh, that people would we'll wear. It. Cause it is, it is sick. So, uh, you know, definitely we'll something in the checkered paper. Oh, oh yeah. Ideas, yeah. Man. We can definitely talk about that. Cause I think that would be a fun, a fun thing to do that. We, uh, for you to be able to that have, be cause cool. you already have the graphics. It's just, you just need to put it on a, put it on a shirt and let people just rock it. And, uh, you know, and do all Love that. that. So, yeah. We can definitely Love talk that. more about that for sure. Um, well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much to Andrew Scala for being on of hot, jam, hot chicken. Um, definitely. Thank you for having lunch with me. Obviously, next time we'll have lunch. We'll have I'll have a real hot chicken, and we'll be able to kind of yes. maybe have a little conversation yes. of that. Um, definitely make sure to check them out if you're in Hannibal Square. If you're in the area, definitely, um, definitely go and and check it out. It's an awesome place to eat. It's an awesome place to you know the food is amazing. Um, I definitely recommend it. Um, if you enjoy the show, definitely make sure to subscribe. If you want to support me, check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads. Um, you know, obviously tell your friends leave stars, leave reviews. Um, if you go, if you do go to jam hot chicken, I want to see a selfie with the big ass chicken Sando. Um, I definitely want to see that. Make sure to tag them on it, but thank you until next time. Keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Everybody.